Hello, sports watchers. This is um, Four Star Sports. Um, here we have John, and my name is Aaron, and we have Dion as our guest. So I hope you all enjoy the show. Um, so, John, can you lead us in with a little bit about Dion here? Yeah, a little bit of a history background. Uh, he was a good athlete in high school, people would say. He was a two-star on Rivals and Scout. Mm-hmm. Where he played a little bit, it was like quarterback and receiver, right? Dion in high school, just quarterback. Had, oh, it was quarterback. Yeah. So basically, you looked like you had some decent yardage on the rushing department back in high school. So can you talk about your high school career first of all with the uh, Fort Worth and Fort Worth with us a little bit? Yeah, uh, I mean, just like you said, uh, high school quarterback. Uh, I was a two-time MVP, uh, two-time district MVP. Uh, ran a lot. Power, power offense, and so, yeah. I mean, not much to really say more than that. Just kind of, I had a good career, uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, looking at your numbers real quick, Dion, and our fans don't really don't know about Dion Griffin. Uh, his junior year, he had one thousand five hundred ninety-five yards passing on seventeen touchdowns, and six eighty-two rushing on eleven touchdowns. And then in the senior year of high school, is one hundred seven of one seventy-seven for eighteen ninety-five passing. And 25 touchdown passes as well. And then, like, he's a Michael Vick also, it looks like. In the senior year of high school, he ran over 1361 rushes or rushing yard for 111 carries and uh, 23 touchdowns rushing on that department. So 48 touchdowns in the senior year alone. Yeah. He is. Wow. Deion, Great Great yeah. <laughs> can you tell us like what schools other, I know you led on uh, play at North Texas University, but can you tell us like what other schools were actually looking at you? Uh, during that time, it was University of Louisiana Monroe, mm-hmm. Army, North Texas, of course, and uh, SMU. Yeah, those mm-hmm. were my three. Those were my four offers that I had coming out of high school. Well, it oh. sounded like to me you deserved a lot more, especially your junior year and senior year of high school. Yeah. Well, I guess we all think that then. <laughs> they're, they're overlooking you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. Um, yeah, so I want to know um, more about, so what led to your youth ministry? I want to, what, what led to you picking that field? Yeah. Uh, when I came into college, I met a guy named WC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the part of Outreach was the organization be uh, going to be with. But I met him. And I, I was just astonished at the work that he was doing, at the work of the, the Lord was doing on the campus. Uh, I got involved with campus outreach over the next few years of my life, uh, of my career at North Texas. And as I got more involved, more involved, uh, I just became fascinated. I enjoyed what they got, what they were able to do. And to be honest with you, uh, I was encaptured with the with the vision of being able to raise disciples on the college campus uh that's something that my heart really gravitated toward uh, yeah. and i loved it and so uh 2019 i kind of told uh johnson's brother chris sturdivant that i wanted to come on staff and he kind of went that took that up the ball i mean took that up the chain uh with uh mm-hmm. my boss now and uh or it might have been 2020 actually but he took that up the line chain and uh kind of got began conversation about it just you know how, how that can come on board and uh I actually got a got my uh, offer to be be a part of campus outreach back in June or so or July, and so yeah, just kind of really fascinated uh, with the thought of really 
even the vision that raising mm-hmm. disciples on the college campus all day, every day is just something that I, I, I really look forward to doing. No, that's awesome. You know, my brother did tell me, you know, as to get to know you a little bit more in detail before I found out that you were, you know, coming on staff, mm-hmm. but my brother misses that didn't community like crazy. Yeah. You know, him moving back home to Memphis, you know, was a good fit also, but I'm sure he misses y'all like crazy as well. But because uh, I enjoyed going down to Denton, to be honest with you, whenever I used to go down for a football game or just to enjoy the city life, it kind of reminds me of a Memphis in a way of a small town to a big town like Memphis. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all got brisket, we got pork, <laughs> uh, you know. That's a different story for another day, but y'all say y'all get the better brisket, which y'all do because you know y'all get rubies or rubies and everything like that over there in Texas. Y'all get water burger too. Yes, but, we uh, do. <laughs> oh yeah, water burger is so good. Oh my goodness. But uh, beyond you know, talk about being you being a student athlete at North Texas University, how it was so I know like the campus ministry does reach out to athletes, you know, in general like yourself, can you talk, like, how many, like, on a daily basis, like, y'all went to, like, 8.58 meetings mm-hmm. at night, like, right after practice to prepare for a game, but can you talk about, like, a student athlete that big, basically what their daily life is on the campus ministry? Uh, just make sure I understand just, you're saying just what, what we, kind of what our daily life is and then how that involves even with campus ministry, you're saying? Yeah, so basically, like, for example, if you're going to these meetings that they yeah. have, yeah, like, how did, how much of a day does it, like, for example, just give us, like, a daily routine of a student athlete that wants to become part of the campus ministry like yourself or even go to these meetings. Like, how would they prepare their day for that? Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, it, it really, we try to uh, accommodate everybody. And so, really, for our meetings, our weekly meetings, uh, we try to put it at night. So for the most part, like you said, our weekly meeting at the time was 8.58. Uh, and we put it at 8.58 or we tried to start at 9 o'clock because most of the time students are either getting out of class or out of study hall or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it, it, it just really, it just takes a more determination, more than really kind of getting in there with your schedule more than anything. It just takes determination that you want to be or you want to go to that and be a part of that uh, for you really to be involved with it more than anything. Uh, it doesn't really take a whole lot of schedule planning or kind of uh, moving a lot of things around. It's just if you want to do it, you know what I mean? If you really if you really want to do it, you kind of come out, you know, and, and kind of see what it's about more than anything. Uh, yeah. Did I answer that question? <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. Okay, okay. Because- Okay. That's good enough because I know, like you being an athlete, you're doing you're gone you're doing stuff twenty four seven. Yeah. On a daily basis. Yeah. Because you're waking up at like five o'clock in the morning, going to school at seven or whatever time you got class, yeah. and then you're going to like study hall, like you said. Yeah. And then football practice right after that, or basketball practice, or whatever sport that you're playing, and then you're going to these support meetings, uh, campus ministry meetings, oh to, uh, basically going to hang out like new year's conference for example yeah you know when y'all had new year's conference y'all were basically without the bowl game i don't know if you ever went to new year's conference but forgive me on that but new year's conference basically playing in the middle of bowl season yeah a lot of athletes couldn't go to these you know miss or new year's conferences because of bowl season yeah and whatnot as well and have a good time all the way up till midnight 
Like on New Year's Eve, for example, Aaron, they would have like a party or whatnot with students. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say party, but you know. Yeah, what I mean. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, when I say party, they're talking about like sharing the Lord, um, mm-hmm. just having a good time, playing a lot of games, spike yeah. ball or whatever you want to play. I love it. And just awesome. counting down till midnight and just having yeah. a good time with each other in general, yeah. you know. And to really, to really kind of even, I, I know you were talking about it, uh, got it to kind of add in there. Yeah, we, we had practice, in, well, for us, we had practice in the mornings and, you know, class in the afternoons. And so, you know, yeah, it was a struggle sometimes. And I can I can attest to it. Sometimes it is a struggle in the sense that you want to go to sleep. You probably want to take a nap. Uh, but if you, like I said, if you really want to go, if you really want to be involved in it, uh, then you just, you'll take it out your time to really uh, to uh, be with community uh, mm-hmm. and be with your brothers and sisters in Christ and uh, just kind of go to those meetings and kind of love on people and be loved on, to be honest with you, and just kind of have a good time. Uh, we have some fun times within those weekly meeting, meetings and also even hearing, hearing the gospel preached just one more time is uh, mm-hmm. something that I think is necessary, uh, not just for us costumes, not just for us athletes, but for everyone. And so, yeah, yeah just to kind of add on to, to, to that. Man, Dion, I am, I am impressed because when I was in college, I couldn't be an athlete. I could, I, I, I had to focus on school, school, and yeah. then, and then I went to church on Sundays, you know. And then, um, um, but like, I am impressed by how like you can, you can manage your time, make time for building disciples, and then also, also, play football. And also, um, you can also go to class on time. Like, it's incredible. I'm yeah. impressed. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, it just – and, I mean, the great part about it is for, you know, for football players, for for the most part, a lot of things are kind of scheduled for you, uh, you know, when it comes to that sports side of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, when it comes to everything outside of that, it does, like, class uh, – you know, as much as coaches may want to get on you or do get on you for that fact, uh, it's just a matter of you and your own your own values of what you really believe in and what you desire and what you're going to – and obviously what you're going to get out of it is what you put into it. So, but. All right, Dion, now we're going to – What year are you in? I, I actually just graduated. Oh, you just graduated. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just graduated, um, yeah. So, so – I was going to – so I'm a huge Arkansas fan. I'm from Arkansas. And, oh, um, gosh. We have to go there, right? <laughs> yeah, I just want to – I was just like – I mean, what were that's your what North, feelings hey, that's after what North that, Texas got put on the after map. that game? What, what, what were your feelings after that Arkansas-North Texas game? Oh, I mean, I think, I, think, I, think, I think my feeling was just as that of, uh, of every other Mean Green fan or even Mean Green, uh, you know, uh, alumni, whatever you – I mean, I think we just – we kind of realized at that point that uh, we had a great team. And uh be honest with you, we were just excited to – I mean, we were pumped just because uh, Arkansas, you know, people just have towards, towards things to say. And mm-hmm. Arkansas didn't try the SEC. They thought they were going to walk right over us. And, uh, well, we uh, we changed some minds on that day. So, <laughs> and, and there was a punt return that made history. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm like – Oh, great! Wanted to talk about it too, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> it did. It was an incredible play. Like it was. I'm. I'm. I can't be blind towards that. It was incredible. Yeah. Y'all did a great job. Oh yeah. It's crazy because I was I was watching the game at my house, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Seth Luttrell and company have experienced Chad, like, you know, and y'all hate Chad Morris with the passion yes. down in Arkansas and Philly and all that. But I'm like, North Texas has always played well with SMU in the past, beyond, right? So yeah. y'all knew the background of that coach in general, a little bit of his play calls and whatnot. So when I told my friend, I was like, North Texas will be Arkansas today. He's like, going to put money on it? I was like, uh, we'll get back with you regarding that. You know? But uh, I was like, no, nah, nothing against Dion and North Texas and whatnot because I've ever worked on staff there. I've heard good things about their football players. I've heard good things about their coaching staff. But I'm like, I'm going to pass and, you know, I can put no money on it. But I texted my brother because they were going to bring some students actually to Fayetteville for that football game, Dion. But, yeah. you know, he couldn't do it because of money and whatnot. Yeah. But I'm like, this is when North Texas and Conference USA in general, a lot of people don't give Conference USA a lot of credit in general. You know, yeah. I've known – so when I texted my brother on that punt return, I was like, did you walk well, – we sent each other a text at the same time and said, did you see that? And I'm like, the punt return, right? He's like, yeah, the punt <laughs> return. And I'm like, that's the play of the year right there. But uh, that's – to me, that's when Conference USA in the American – as you call it, Aaron Pac-12 is a peewee football conference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, beyond, how did it feel to play like a team like, you know, you said you played Arkansas, but how did it feel like to go to Berkeley and play California in California? Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, it was wonderful for me. Uh, I was born out in um, out uh, in Monterey, California. And so uh, some, fam- some family of mine uh, got to come see me play. Uh, and so – that was that was just really good to be out there to be able to let and allow them to see me to play and, and everything. But even just playing against Cal, to be honest with you, you get out there, you know who these teams are. I mean, I think about when we played Iowa. I mean, these teams are big, you know, Big Ten, uh, Pac-12 teams and uh, whatnot. But at the same time, when you strap on the shoulder pads and you get out there to play, uh, they're football players. And so, yeah, you love the scene. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy when we went to Berkeley. And got to look at the stadium, uh, and even driving into the like up to where the stadium is, going through the neighborhoods and stuff like that. You know, good stuff. You know, good scene. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, you come there to play a football game, and really, you just kind of get locked in on that moment. Is that that's what I came here to play, and that's what we're about to do. Uh, you know, regardless of who they are, uh, and you know what they, you know, what conference they come from, or uh, you know what kind of appliances they have you know we come here to play football and so that i mean just to kind of just thinking on that that's that's just kind of what the idea is even playing those guys uh mm-hmm. comes to mind for me yeah, you're talking about Iowa. yeah you said y'all played at iowa yeah 27 to me it's on my to me, yeah to me it's on my mm-hmm. bucket list for one of the road trips to go on i've heard yeah. so much good things about playing in iowa especially at night you know yeah. Uh, I know y'all had an afternoon game with them, but, yeah. you know, I want to see a night game there. But can you talk about, like, the environment in the Big Ten football stadium? Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, you know, the pink locker room. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you walk in there and it's like, you know, I've I've watched, you know, football all my life. And so to actually be able to stand in that building or stand in that locker room and actually see it with my own eyes, is kind of it was kind of funny. Uh, but – even more than that, you get you get inside that stadium, and that sideline is as small as it can get. I mean, 
you sit down on the, on those bleachers and those fans are inches away from touching you. And so it was, uh, you know, it's pretty, it was pretty rowdy, you know, they just, they were able to talk to you a little bit more than, you know, than your usual uh, fans are. And so, but it was, it was a good environment. I think, uh, I mean, the people weren't malicious. They were just, you know, fans. Uh, and so it was great, loud. I mean, just what you would expect from being in the stadium like that with fans that they have, uh, uh, who are loyal and everything, just kind of a lot of fans. Uh, and But it was just fun. It was fun to be there. It was fun to be able to play in those environments. And it was just great, a great experience to be able to be around uh, that kind of place uh, just to play. You know what I mean? I mean, compete, obviously, but even just to play was an honor. Yeah. All right, hold on, guys. Um, to all of our viewers um, on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, I want to thank you all for watching. Um, Dion, um, I have a question though. So you were talking about fan, you know, like the fans and stuff. Have you ever experienced a hostile environment, like where, where you felt unsafe or didn't, you know, or like, like couldn't stay focused or I don't know how I'm wearing this, but yeah. have you ever experienced like an extreme hostile environment when you were playing? Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I have. I mean, just listening from the like, I don't think I, I don't think in the past few years I have. Uh, to be honest with you, I can't. And one doesn't cross my mind. The only one that does is one that I didn't go to, and that was my redshirt freshman year when I didn't play uh, where they went to Florida. Uh, oh, that might have been the most hostile environment they've been a part of, maybe. Uh, yeah. Oh my and, goodness. Uh, so so yeah. I mean, I I wasn't part of that, but uh, the the stories I hear that was a. That was a that was a that was a crowd right there. <laughs> yeah, W WC told me the only downside about that stadium was it's hot and humid. <laughs> yeah. now, now I probably should know this, but like, what um, what is North Texas like big rival? Big rival? Mm -hmm. uh, SMU is our biggest rival. Okay, SMU. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And then within our conference, we have a couple teams, but SMU was our. Is our and number stay one big time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, and gotcha. to me that and to me that game should happen every year. To be honest with you, because it's a forty-five minute to an hour drive tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has been for the uh, for the last since I've been here. We played them every year, but yeah, there, there was a stretch there that they that they didn't play. Mm -hmm. At, yeah. So who's your like? You played two thousand seventeen to two thousand twenty. You finished nine and five. In 2017, mm -hmm. they lost in the Conference USA Championship. But hey, mm -hmm. making it to the championship game, you know, got to mean something, you yeah. know, for North Texas because it's been some some years, you know, since I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a diehard Memphis fan also. Um, North Texas was always good with Daryl Dickey as a coach mm -hmm. as well, and um, we played them in New Orleans Bowl. Wes can refer you to this as well, but uh, Memphis played North Texas in that bowl game, so. Back in New Orleans, or New Orleans Bowl back in the day when we had Danny Wimpry and D'Angelo Williams and all of them play on football. So 2017, y'all finished nine and five, like I said. 2018, y'all finished nine and four, like Aaron said. Y'all beat Arkansas, but y'all lost in the New Mexico Bowl, the Utah State. I think that was Jordan Love's year as well, right? Yeah. So y'all played against the NFL quarterback in that one, and then two bad years, but that was okay season. Four and nine or four and eight in 2019, and then this year with the COVID year, y'all finished four and six. But uh, Wes's favorite team, well, under the Memphis this year, was Coastal Carolina. Mm -hmm. 
the Chandeliers, you know. Y'all actually got to play on their nice turf in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Yeah. So, can you talk about, like, the last four years in general? I know with Seth Luttrell being your head football coach over there as well, which to me, I know these last two seasons, you know, haven't really put up for wins. But you got to remember, a lot of people want him as a head coach in the bigger market, you know, like the Big 12 small school like Kansas State, for example, or somebody like – somebody big wants him because his name is always out there. So mm-hmm. can you always talk about – can you talk about your civil trail coach in general with us as well? Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, great guy. You know, just uh, kind of – I mean, for me being recruited to come in here, he – I mean, when he sat in my living room when he recruited me, uh, when he got when he got hired – uh, he told me our mission is to win championships. Uh, we're not just here to, you know, just put on stats and just win games, but we're here to win championships. And uh, and so I think he's he's done. He's always had in mind of of uh, not only just you know having mediocre seasons or just doing all right. That that's not good enough for him. Uh, but we want to be. We want to win. We want to be at the top. And so. Uh, but yeah, for but but about but about him, he's a he's a great coach. I think I think he he brings a dynamic to our team. I mean, he he'll tell you himself. He's he uh, prides himself on physicality, and uh, and that's something regardless of who you are. Uh, when you when you step into that building and you're part of his team, uh, that's what you're gonna hear. Uh, and uh, I mean, he loves to throw the ball. Obviously, we see it. Loves running the ball also. I mean, he's just a – he's a great coach. I think he has a good good uh, game plan week after week, just kind of thinking through how we want to attack uh, the opponent and even thinking through how do well, – you know, what is – like even just game plan, I think, with him, it ta- he takes it a step further than just, you know, how do we want to attack. But even then, he's simple. Like some guys I know, like I just – I have friends that are around – you know what I mean, around the country or even just even in Texas. And some of their playbooks are just crazy. You know what I mean? Just just complex. And Coach Trails, he he's not out here trying to trying to make it complex and trying to make you think a lot. Name of the game was to put the ball in the end zone. And so he's gonna make it uh, as simple as possible to put the ball in the end zone. So uh so yeah, I mean he's not a complex guy in, in even in trying to make it hard on us. He's making it easy on us and trying to and uh so yeah, I mean I think he's a great guy. I think I think I was blessed to know him. Uh, I mean, I think I think uh, going to continue to have uh, great years here uh, because he's a good guy and he has good guys surround, uh, surrounded uh, around him. And so, yeah, just that. I mean, you were talking about the trail, correct? Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it's going to be a good time here. Uh, it's going to continue to be good. Uh, and I mean, our, our core values, which I've heard for the past five years, and will and Every team that he probably is on, if unless he stays here for the rest of his career, is going to hit himself with stuff and discipline, and uh, and so yeah, and that's what I think is important. <laughs> I didn't realize this until I didn't realize this until recently, to be honest with you, Beyond. But uh, he's turned y'all he's turned y'all's offense completely where it was the like your freshman year when you redshirted to the top and nationally in passing yards and total yards as well. Like you said, Dion, I think he's – to me, personally, he reminded me of two coaches. 
He's a family guy, one of uh, Mike Norvell, the coach at Memphis, and uh, Blake Anderson, the coach at Arkansas State. When I hear Seth Luttrell's name floating around with these bigger schools, I think he loves the city of Denton so much as a whole. He doesn't want to take a big jump right now because he's happy where he's at as well. Mm-hmm. According to some reports I've read. You know, Aaron, I don't know if you noticed, but West, you know, did grow up being a Green Bay fan. But um Okay. Dion's Dion's offensive coordinator was Graham Harrell, the former Texas Tech slash Green Bay Packer. Okay. So gotcha, Dion, gotcha. talk about Graham Harrell as a whole, who's now at Southern Cal as their offensive coordinator. But can you talk about Graham Harrell with us a little bit for Packer Nation? Yeah, yeah. Graham Graham Harrell, uh uh, he's an engine, uh, just, uh, even outside of the football, like outside of football, uh, you sometimes come uh, see him going there working out and he talks to people who worked out with him. Uh, the guy just has a motor and he just keeps on going. Uh, out of a lot of people I've met, he probably has a, one of the, a big, just determination to get something done. If he said like, if that, if he has his, like he put that in, in on, on paper, uh, that this is what we are and this is who we're going to be. And he's going to put all he has into making our offense, into making our receivers, our quarterback, our linemen, just that. Whatever it is that he has made his mind up, or even we as an offense have made our mind up as to who we're going to be, uh, he's not going to stop uh, short of working his butt off, working us to the point of whatever that goal is. And so I, I just really remember uh, – I mean, I just remember times being at practice – and, you know, Graham just has an expectation. Uh, and whatever the expectation is, he's going to hold you to it. And so uh, <laughs> it's just it's just, it's just just funny because you think of the moments where people mess up and Graham, is, he's not going to shy away from those tough moments of, uh, <laughs> of holding you accountable uh, when, uh, when, you, when you're not standing up, uh, uh, coming to or holding up to the expectation that we have as an offense, uh, as a team. And so... Uh, but to be honest with you, he is a, he's a great guy. He is a great guy outside of football, even inside of football, he's a great guy. But outside of football, I mean, cares about you, loves on you, you know, uh, wants you to succeed. And so, yeah, I mean, Graham Harrell, wonderful guy also. Uh, obviously, I, we, I only got three years with him, but he was one of the reasons why I came to North Texas because, uh, I mean, I grew up watching him play football. And what better than to be under a guy like that? And so, but, yeah. That's awesome. And go ahead. That's awesome, man. You want to ask another question here? <clears throat> so, um, kind of talked about all I wanted. I got to thank here a little bit. You you have another one, John? All right. Um, Sorry, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> He's speechless. We'll put him on the spot. Okay. Okay, Dion. Y'all also had a good win. Uh, over Army, fifty-two to forty-nine. Yeah, I watched that game on TV as well. That was a heck of a game to watch on TV. One of the instant classics that I enjoy watching you play in North Texas play on TV. Um, but what was your probably toughest Conference USA team to face against on defense? Or you know, or, or we played offense, yeah. but they maybe had like a decent corner on defense that you were probably. The toughest team they placed in Conference USA. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, you really it mixed it up, but 
uh, the the toughest, uh, one of the best players I think we played against really as a, and he was a cornerback. I don't, I can't remember his last. I think his first name was Amik, and it might have been Robertson or Roberson or something like that. He was a cornerback for Lob Tech. I do know that. Okay. Uh, number twenty one, but he was a, uh, that he he was that guy was a good player. Uh, just a high motor, uh, small guy. So he had he had a uh, he had a chip on his shoulder, and uh, but man, he played ball, and uh, I think. I mean, probably Loctec might have been one of the better teams that we played consistently over the past years that I've been there. Uh, that I can say that they've had consistent years of being good. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I'll just go with Loctec. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I know Loctec, well, I don't know personally, but I know Coach Holtz, you mm-hmm. know, the, back, the background of him, you know, is basically up to his dad from Notre Dame days. Yeah. But I remember watching Coach Holtz, you know, from East Carolina days when he was actually coaching against Memphis. Mm-hmm. And I know La Tech, like you said, has always had good players because of him, you know, mm-hmm. and East Carolina because of him. And I knew La Tech was going to be probably, you know, a, they they always compete in the bowl game too against the bigger schools as well. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about, like, how people can say Conference USA isn't as good, but me personally, they've always been good. They used to beat Memphis back in the day for mm-hmm. crying out loud. Don't remind me of them, but you know, because in Middle Tennessee used to beat Memphis with Dwight Dasher as quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to beat um, Far Atlanta, beat us in the bowl game that one year. Uh, can you talk about the Conference USA where a lot of people can give some Conference USA some credit because? To me personally, with a veteran coaching staff like Coach Stock still at Middle Tennessee, uh, Seth Latrell at North Texas, um, just basically veteran coaches in that conference. Can you talk about why people don't maybe give conference to say a lot of love, which they should, in my opinion? Uh, I mean, it's just it's a it's a group of five for one, you know. Uh, but also, I think you know people's mind are made up on, I guess what. Uh, who the players are that are in those conferences. Uh, and uh, I, But I think it just takes people the time to actually watch the film uh, and look at, like, the players. I mean, not just kind of looking at really, you know, we, you know, people see we beat Arkansas one year, and it's just like, oh, you know, well, you know, Arkansas was just bad, you know. And they – or they may see us lose to Utah State in that bowl game, just like, well, you see, there you go. You know, it's just it's just like any other situation. You know, how many teams lost to Utah State that year? You know, you, you got to look at it all the way through. But I think it just takes – if people just take the time to actually just uh, watch – look at film or just w- look at the games, actually watch the games and, you know, mm-hmm. not criticize before they take the time to really look, in it and look into what Conference USA is, then they – they might change their opinion. I mean, you look at the players we've had in past years come out of Conference USA, go to the NFL. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think that can be an addition to the conversation. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think there's any of us uh, who are in Conference USA who are who are losing any sleep over those people. <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you, uh, uh, we're gonna play ball. We strap up our shoulder pads and put on our shoes just like them, uh, and so. Yeah, and I, mean, I think yeah. I think that's what makes it better. Like to me, because if you think about it, don't get me wrong, I'm a huge SEC fan, 
but it's like sometimes they try to be too flashy. Like Arkansas is all like, maybe they look at your name, and you see, it's like it's like when you're in the conference USA, you know, you're all like, we're just going to put our pads on and play ball. We don't care if you're we're, you're Alabama or or um Central Arkansas. We're going to strap on the pads and play ball. And um and sadly, the bigger conferences don't see it that way, which I don't really like you know, all in all, like, like, because it's just like Arkansas. Yes, they were not good, but also they, they didn't, um, put on their shoulder pads and play ball. They, they didn't take y'all serious, you know? And then, so it's like, it's like, huh, but, but you're going to take Alabama serious. They beat, they beat you the same score, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, or like it was close, like it was a blowout regardless. And it's like, Come on now. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm with you there. Um I I, I think I've gone on some rants about it before, like like um I, I just wish there was more respect. Um obviously respect is earned, but I feel like teams like North Texas beating Arkansas, but also Central Florida over here beating Auburn in the mm-hmm. in that big bowl game. Cincinnati going against Georgia to the bitter end. Yeah. Like, I mean, to me, that's enough respect, but I guess some people are hard. I guess the people who matter are harder to win than me, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I also think a lot of people are saying, oh, they're just here for a paycheck or something similar to that, Aaron, because they're getting so much, you know, they're getting a lot of money from these schools as well. But but to me, yeah. But John, like Dion can vouch for this. Dion's not getting a penny of that. So Dion's no. <laughs> gonna put his shoulder pads on and play ball. Like they need to look past what the university gets. Yes, the university is getting money, but the the talent on the field is not. And the talent on the field, they're there to play ball. And people need to notice that. You know what I mean? Well, at the end of the day, you know, we win that game. We just got a check and we got a W. So I mean, I think we just. One double. <laughs> hey, that, that's Sorry. what you call a win-win. That's what you call a win-win right there. <laughs> Dion, this is my last question for you before we let you go because I know you got a busy day ahead of you. But uh, Super Bowl, Tampa Bay or Kansas City, and why? Uh, you know. Or who's your, who's your NFL team, first of all? Well, you're about to get who I'm about to pick then when I tell you this. <laughs> my, my favorite team. Oh, is, I thought you were a cowboy fan. No, no, my my favorite team Never is the, the New England Patriots. Oh, okay. It, it has been since since 2004. I, I was uh, – a. that's probably – I think it was the year that I started playing football. Uh, for the first – that was the first year I started playing football. And uh, obviously, who had just won the Super Bowl? New England Patriots. And so, uh, Tom Brady's over – he's all over everything. And – Mm-hmm. When I started playing football, my number, number 12, and uh, been a Patriots fan ever since. And so people rag on me because they, they called me a bandwagon, but I really didn't see a championship from uh, New England until t- 2014. I I saw the almost undefeated season. I saw the Giants beat us a second time in 2011. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I got to experience the championship 2014, then obviously again in 2016, and then in 2018. So, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I, I have to. I have to uh, bet on my on my guy Tom. He's uh, still doing it. <laughs> yeah, still still making big plays and still leading teams to championships. So I think uh, I think at the end of the day, Tom's just gonna come out with a 
seventh ring on his finger and uh uh people gonna still be calling him the goat so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i got a tenth of day <laughs> did what you need to play uh, what what about you john who you pick okay <laughs> we'll talk about that next week we got the whole week all right right now i got tim bay let's just say that okay <laughs> hey i picked against him the last two weeks i gotta do something right <laughs> <laughs> well you proved me wrong okay but uh Dion, did you get to play in att stadium while you're in high school i didn't i didn't i did not oh, i man. wish i did have wish i would so have. i know they got the texas state championships there now yeah and uh a good friend of mine Coley, you know Coley pretty well, yeah. I'm sure, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's told me some stories regarding the Texas State Championships. He says, dude, it's on your bucket list. you got to do it. 30,000-plus at each high school football game during the state football playoffs. Yeah. But I'm like, I've already experienced it for the Cotton Bowl. That should be good enough. Bevin yeah. played Penn State. Yeah. But he said, no, nah, Texas high school is totally different. you got to go at least one day and see the whole 30,000-plus. In a high school stadium, did you have that many people watch your high school games? Oh no. my god! <laughs> oh I, my I god. wish, I wish I'd have had that many people looking at my football game. No, <laughs> no for real, they do average like at least what fifteen thousand a high school game down in Texas. Probably, I mean, you know, it's just it's just the nature down here. It's just the nature of what of uh, Texas high school football. You know, I mean, obviously there's schools that don't get that, but uh, you know, for the most part, you there are. There are teams in the 6A and 5A and stuff like that. They get that. And maybe, you know, 4A, the, probably the better team and stuff. Uh, they get those kind of – that fan turnout. But, but yeah, people just love their football down here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Friday night lights and good old brisket from Rudy's, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, next time I come down to Denton, I'll come and treat you to dinner. It's on me at good old Rudy's, okay? Yes, sir. You know, now that I'm not a player, that's uh, that's appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I might even get your autograph and put it, you know. No. <laughs> but uh, Dion, man, I appreciate it. Uh, Aaron, gave final words for him. Yeah, Dion, uh, thank you so much for for um, joining us. Um, I really appreciate it, and thank you for telling us your story about you know leading leading college students to discipleship and I and I really appreciate that and also your experiences of playing football and mm-hmm. because I only played you know little little league football so so or I did a little high school but um but I always like to get a perspective of people who actually played in the college game and who actually experienced it so mm-hmm. so thank you so much for sharing that with us appreciate y'all for letting me come on and talk with y'all for a little while, you know? Yeah. And so thank you. And, and man, thank, I definitely, you, thank yeah. you I definitely have enjoyed it. Dion. appreciate it, man. Yeah. yeah. And thank you to all the viewers on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Um, this is the four star sports show. My name's Aaron Smith. We got John and then Dion was our guest. I hope y'all have a great day. <laughs>